Other Three Amigos podcast with Damien Shreenan, Wayne Mullins and Declan McCormack. Tweet us on Twitter using the hashtag T-O-T-A-P. The Other Three Amigos podcast is here with msecasino.com on this week's pod. What if we ruin our academy's weekend? Nothing about Liam Boston or is there? We reckon we know who the front of shirt deal is for next year. The Stoke Friendly has been announced. We're shafted by Healy about Healy. A Wexford review. Is it worth the mass hysteria on Friday night? Where is our plan B? We talk Jack Doherty. We look at the Galloway preview with Johnny Ward, friend of Declan. Colin Healy joins us and the biggest meltdown ever from Declan McCormack. Hello to you. It's episode 51 of The Other Three Amigos. Big thank you to all the people who gave us so many kind words during the week, actually. It was lovely to, to see such, such kind words by, well, it was one person anyway, uh, congratulating us on uh, reaching 50 episodes. Um, so they, yeah, it was, it was lovely to see. Uh, it, it is in association with msecasino.com, though they're not answering my emails or calls now. Um, so <laughs> we think, we think. Uh, coffee is available. And by the way, guys, if you want to spot, if you have a business, and you want to reach the millions and millions and millions of people that listen to the Joe Rogan podcast, I suggest you get in touch with them, okay? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to hit the couple of thousand that listen to us, get in touch with us. We'll do a quick ad. We can make it funny or serious or just take the piss out of your company. Um, we can do all that. Uh, and it's cheap. Or get in touch with our commercial manager. Uh, that will be... Declan McCormack, who kind of looks after all that kind of stuff. Well, Wayne kind of has a bit of an input as well. I don't, um, but you can get in touch with one of the lads, and, and, and we'll do it. I would say good evening, good afternoon, and good night to my other two amigos. Hello to you, mm, Wayne Mullins. Evening, lads. Evening. How are we? Great. I'm, I'm, I'm brilliant. Yeah. Is this your new? Is this your new kind of? You know, evening lads. Is that what's well? Uh, you, you said you'd have a jingle for me or some intro, but you haven't got it this week. So, what can you do? What can a man do? Oh yeah, hmm. yeah. Declan McCormick. It's okay. Oh, it's a, is, is a Mexican intro here, or is that next week again? Is she, it? she, ha- she's not returned. Listen, oh. I don't know. Am I some sort of sex pest? Uh, like no one's returning my calls. MSC Casino. You will be the first one. MSC Casino won't answer me. No one, no one will answer me. Um, but uh, hello to you. Good, good evening to you, Declan McCormick. <laughs> Mr. Streaming, how are I'm, you, I'm, sir? I am, I'm in top form. I'm in top form. I'm oh, um, oh, I we, know. We, I know. We should I name know. the pod. My sex pest. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to talk to me. Um, as I sit here with a sock, ringing people. Um, I just don't know. Anyway, let's move on. Oops. <laughs> I've got two words to say as we before we go into our academy. Fuck Waterford, you sheep shagging bastards. Um, basically, our under 15s, under 17s, and under 19s all got beaten by Waterford at the weekend. The under, oh, sorry, Jesus, my apologies. The under 15s drew 2 all against uh, the Blas. On the 19s, uh, Pats, we, um, on the 19, oh, they were playing Pats. Or did I, did I update that properly? <laughs> Sake. No, did I? No, no, they were playing Waterford. They were playing Waterford. I just, I just, 
Did someone type something? Anyway, under 19 <laughs> versus Waterford, last four to no under 19. It says it there versus Pat's home, last four two against Blaz. So I forgot to delete the Pats part, but they lost 4 2 against Waterford. Marco Manny and Colin Henderson getting the goal. We did have a very strong team for that one. So Franca Uma uh, played. You had Bradley Walsh, Oren Crow, uh, Leon Yende, Jack Anthony, all started, um, but but losing 4 2. Um, um, and that was a bit of a bit of a disaster. And the other 17, <laughs> I can see you typing, Pats. Um, other 17 lost against Waterford 3 1. Not a great weekend uh, for the Academy guys, is it? Do you know what it's all about? The senior team at the minute, so it's fine. They're developing. Oh, I don't know. I think I think the under nineteens. I mean, would it would it would a that's a very strong lineup they went for, like yeah. Hmm. And that's that. Um, to be fair, we, we have no we have no idea how strong Waterford's under nineteen lineup is. Do you know what I mean? Like they could be exceptional. We just don't know. Mm. Like. Yeah, I suppose maybe. Maybe. Um, uh, the women's, don't forget to check out the women's Las Damas podcast. Uh, all the information for the women's uh, is in there, including their 2-0 loss to Sligo and their big game that's coming up this Saturday. Uh, and that is Around the Club. That's our roundup of what's going on in the club. It's the most important question of the week. Is Liam Dawson? Is Liam Dawson? Is, 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 is Liam Dawson, he's off-season, baby, come on. <laughs> the season's oh, over. I so, thought I was so, going to get a listen, few months off. The, the like. season's over. So now it's, is Liam Dawson. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's like his Instagram catch-up. <laughs> <laughs> is Liam Dawson he's oh, all season to to do you want to hear it again you want to hear it okay, so, okay. have a listen have a listen <laughs> he is Liam Dawson is Liam Dawson is 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 Liam Dawson his off-season baby? Come on. Is Liam Dawson his off-season baby? Come on. <laughs> I hope he I hope he found his I hope he found his way out of the ring of had to watch anyway. He was still there during the week. Still there. <laughs> that chap is after the stock win. Um <laughs> guys, I, I will say um I was in the corner flag after the game on Friday night and I had one person sign up to, to the Boston Odyssey. They're ready. They want to go to Holland. Then we had another guy on social media who lives in Holland and said he will be there. And we had a third person who said they will also be part of the Boston Odyssey. So we've got... So we've yeah, def- and we have five definites. Five definites. Obviously, McCormick is not coming. Um, but like, there's five <laughs> definites. Um, so we have, the, we have the pub in Cologne as well oh, looking to do a live podcast if we're over that side of the world. That's Germany. Ooh. Yes, it is, but sure, it's only yeah, Vincent, it's only um, hop, skip, and a jump, like Corkoni and Cologne. That's right. Uh, is yeah. that um, is that quite close to Belgium? Is it or Holland? Is it? Oh yeah, it's only a train ride. That. I suppose. Era, I suppose the Germans were able to bomb um, Holland quite close, weren't they? So I suppose, yeah, it's pretty close. <laughs> I suppose. So. Uh, uh, but anyway, yeah. So there you go. Um, the uh, there is it, so is Wayne is Liam Dawson yes. his off-season baby? Come on. Well, tell you what, right. He's deleted most of his pics <gasps> off Instagram. Oh, something's going on with the old Alex. 
Well, no, because allegedly, 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 I read as he knows. I read as he knows we're making podcasts about them. <laughs> Can someone there check well, his Instagram just to see if he's just blocked me? I, I, I don't have it on my new one yet, so I um, he may have just blocked you. That's right. Log in the Totap one. Maybe see does he have it on the Totap one? Sorry, I'm just having a glass of Pepsi here. Can you hear that? Oh, Jesus Christ, that's bubbly. Um, just a glass of diabetes there, lads. Oh. Okay, Wayne, any, no rush. Yeah. You no, know, I was just looking. He's, he, uh, he killed a wasp up in, with his shoe in one of his stories. <laughs> there you go. Liam is bossing the bees uh, in... I can see... What? Are we seriously going to do this for two months now in the off-season? What's that? He <laughs> said... Look. He has the life, doesn't Her he? Tortures. He's the life. Absolutely. Um, right, and there you go. That was is Liam Dawson. Do as I say. I don't sound like... Uh, Rocky or something there. Okay, competition still not announced. The winner of the Easy Living Tickets um, on Twitter three months ago now uh, still hasn't been announced. Um, so there you go. Who knows? The UCC deal is it confirmed now that it, we will not have them at front of Jersey next year. Uh, and the club have started going out looking for uh, sponsors on social media. Uh, so hopefully, I don't know how much that deal was worth. That's, I don't know. Was that? I suppose it was made um Public to force, I think, wasn't it in sponsorship? But we, uh, we can't. We don't talk about force, uh, so we can't really discuss that one. Um, D- did you say that Trevorgan had half a page advert in the program? Full page, full page. Oh, it's a full page. Okay, because it's okay. Mm. Are we thinking? Tra- Still, a f- are we thinking Trevorgan as the sponsors? Actually, we are. Ooh, yeah, yeah. we are. Interesting, because and I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Are they purposely? putting it on social media and be over kind of like oh we need a sponsor to cover up the fact that they already have one mm, interesting you know what I mean that's interesting <laughs> on this week's Totap Investigates Wayne goes undercover as a giant flamingo at Trebulgan to find out what's going on in the Hemmings Grovemore and Cork City deal find out next week what Wayne Mullins undercover as a flamingo sounds like that could be an awesome episode they could do they have flamingos in Trebulgan I don't think they do they have been four, oh, right? yeah. They used to. Where did they, yeah. Quite close. If you go to photo with just a giant pair of binoculars dressed as a flamingo, you should be able to see into Trebulkin. Um <laughs> <laughs> That's just a Pepsi. Um, but, uh, so, yeah, okay. Grovemore deal. Do we have a bit of information on that? <laughs> Come on, lads. You were talking about it all before the podcast. No. <laughs> well, look, here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? It's... We're hearing, we're hearing, like from different various places. sources. Sources. Yeah, like there was one in Killarney. There was there was one source in Killarney last Killarney. Saturday night, I believe. You know, there was other sources around the place. We've all, all heard one source, thing. haven't we? One source. Yeah, that's it's the, the same story. Done. It's the same story. Same story coming from different places. So will we? And it's only a matter keep... of when is the announcement going to be made. So what we're hearing is that the Grovemore deal is a done deal. 
that's what we've heard. I've heard a, a, there was a chap came up to me. I don't know who he was in, in Killarney on Saturday night and just said, you must be delighted that you've got new owners. And I said, no, no, that's not. He said, no, 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 that deal is done. He said, uh, I know it's, it's uh, you've got new owners. Uh, congratulations. I'm sure you'll all be delighted. That was what he said. Um, now, I don't know whether this was just a strange man. Um, I don't know. Uh, he looked like, just looked like a normal average, average guy. Um, so that was that. So yeah. we're hearing the Grovemore deal is done. It's a done deal. It's done. It's We've no factual basis on it. It's just we all heard a story each. And the one I heard was that it was Trevor's legacy. Something like that. And they want to just keep it up, which is, that'd be the best news possible, wouldn't it? Uh, so there you go. That's, that, that's an yeah. interesting one. Um, I can t- also tell you that you might have seen at the weekend the, um, <laughs> the, the stand of the, the shed. The Coral Sand is now called um, completely rebranded with UCC branding, uh, which is Joe Delaney's name it's is gone from it. It's very hard to read, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's it's a tough one to read. But look, I don't care. It, and, and Declan, you were the first to highlight it that the um, Joe Delaney's name is gone now from the stand. Well, it's not gone; it's covered up, but it's probably still listed as the Joe Delaney stand. So when Grovemore take over, I will still be starting to bang on about changing the name of the stand. Now, obviously, if the UCC branding is staying up there and whatnot, that's fine. But you still need to officially change the name of the stand, in my opinion. Um, so that's where I am. But it is, you're right, it's great to see that, that in our home, where we play our games, that the Delaney name is no longer visible to anybody in the ground not, or anybody watching It's not to do with us, though, really, is it? It's the MFA, like, but look, yeah. let's look. You know, yeah. Um, yeah, it's great. It's great. It's it's great, and um, I, I presume that's part of maybe UCC's new sponsorship that they stay as partners of the club. Uh, we're hoping that I suppose the team still get access to the Mardik Arena and all the fantastic facilities they have uh, down there. But that this looks to be part of them coming off the front of Jersey and going on to you know sponsor the club with a with hopefully some sort of deal that allows them to use it. But uh, look, um, we'll know more over the next coming couple of weeks, and we we think it could be Trubalgan. Um Ooh. Um, Based on nothing whatsoever but theory. Theory, theory. Um, theory. <laughs> Adding two and two together and hoping. Just in case someone at the club emails us giving out that we're giving false information, that's all I'm, you know. Okay. Um, do you want me to do the apology in I'm, this? I'm, here, I'm, I'm just saying allegedly, okay? That's all I'm saying. Will I do the apology in this pod or will I leave it in the women's pod? No, no, no it's the apologies on okay. the other pod. Um, okay. I can tell you. We, we, the apology you've already made, you mean? The, 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 yeah, the catering. <laughs> The catering stands that are in Turner's Cross is actually a new company. Um, I was told this um, last week that it's no longer the previous um, company that was there for a few years. It's a new company. Uh, but we did receive a text or a message. Is it, hi lads, just on the food thing, myself and my six-year-old son, go to every home game, both season ticket holders, and I myself travel to 95% of the away games. The food is by far the worst they've come across. We live in North Cork, outside from Moy, so roughly 40 minutes drive to Turners Cross. I finish work at half four and have a small farm, so by the time everything is done, it's usually 6.45 by the time we were in Turners Cross. We were charged €9.50 for about 12 chips, and that would break your teeth. They were so hard, and a chicken burger that didn't even look or smell like chicken. In short, the food was pure shite and not close to value for money. If the facility for food was better, I would gladly pay the money for something that was nice. And being that far away from the city, I could go into the stadium early, relax, and have my food before the game with a small lab, with no pressure of rushing to find somewhere to eat from the ground. Hope you find this post useful. 
just we can we just say that this was not sent into us okay um we didn't this is someone's opinion in case someone decides um but yeah so there you go um but i'm told that it's a new catering company so i don't know what the story is here um if it is a new catering company i think it's time to maybe you know send some feedback to the catering company and see see can we um see can we get something else although did you see the chips and cheese that was up in Oriel Park. Was it already? It was on Twitter somewhere. It was like literally two slices of Dairy Lee. Like they're not the, the laminated cheese. Easy singles. Easy singles. That's the one laminated cheese. Uh, <laughs> stuck on the chips and they were charging for that. And then Bowers. Did you see what Bowers had? A chili and chorizo pie with potato and mushy peas. What a bunch of bricks. Um, notions. notions Um, then we've got a Stoke friendly which was announced on July 9th I don't like these friendlies in, in I don't you know I know they're don't like Stoke I know they're fundraisers and I know they try and bring in a bit of cash but like it's just not the right time though you could be bows and you're travelling to Germany uh, to play a friendly in the middle of the season which is completely stupid uh, again bows showing their natural colours have been absolutely tick bastards Um, so yeah Um, any anyone want to pick up on anything there guys no, nah. We'll just no. We'll just leave you hang out there with your bows yeah. abuse all in your yeah. own. You know? <laughs> I like to distance <laughs> myself from this abuse of bows and food and yeah. Okay, everything you just said basically. Finally, in um the Kami watch, Colin Healy absolutely shafted us last week. He shafted us. <laughs> he couldn't like we interviewed him on Monday. He knew the pod wasn't gone out until Wednesday. And the following day, the following f***ing day, they announced the Matt Healy transfer. Now, lads, how many tubs of Vaseline did you go through afterwards? Because I was sore. (laughs) (laughs) It was hard, right, to take, wasn't it? (laughs) Yeah. yeah, we were we were we were truly put back in our box there. We were, big time. But Sherlock, that's swings and roundabouts. You win some, you lose one. Some just that's it. Laugh it off, laugh it off, and move on. Just no, like. And to be fair, just to correct what Damien has said, in case anybody thinks he's been serious, none of us think Colin Healy no, shafted no. us. You know, it's just you know. He just could have given us a small bit of like He could have given us something. Like. He could, yeah. When he, when he kind of gives so, he, he kind of gives a little and just grabs it away and takes it away, and it's just like. But like I said to him, I said, you know, you know if I buy a city jersey and put Healy in the back, will it still be bad in August? I don't know. He knew, like, he knew. Of course, he knew. But he could have just said, like, he oh, he said he could have said. To be fair to him, he could have said, guys, okay, I need to make a pact with the three of you. Okay, I'll tell you right. I know this isn't announced until Wednesday, so I'm going to give you a little scoop that you can announce on Wednesday in your pod. And we could have spoke about it then, but no, nothing, nothing. I feel bad. You're 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 living you're living in a different world to the world Mister Healy lives and operates in. That I tell you that much now. What a world to live just in, though. The way it is. What a world. It's just the way it is. I I'd, yeah. I'd live in that world. Anyway, uh, oh, that's uh, definitely. I ah, look. 
yeah. But look, the, the outcome is it's fantastic that Mahidi's here for the rest of the season because that was oh, really, yeah. we, we absolutely needed to happen. Like we needed that. To absolutely. Happen, so. uh, yeah, yeah. It's it great. Was great news. Great news. Yeah. Um, and that is the end of our commie watch. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay. Now we move on to the doom and gloom. What's that? I was just, I didn't want to press the jingle. I was, I was just to kind of, that's me kind of humming the jingle. Oh, Friday night. Friday night. Wexford. Okay. Um, huge, 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 huge reaction on social media. Um, we drew one all. Kevin O'Connor with an absolutely peach of a goal. But at times, it, it felt, it, well, I was there and it, it felt like Wexford ran the game. Wexford pretty much were the dominant team. They looked more professional. They looked fitter than us. They looked hungrier than, hungrier than us. Um, so I would go to your, just your thoughts on the match first, Declan. Um, I look, obviously, it was very, it was, it was disappointing. You covered a lot of it there. I mean, we were, we just looked off the pace, especially second half. Like, we should have been three 0 up, realistically. If yeah, not three, yeah. definitely two 0 up early, early doors. Keeper makes a great save from Rory Keating header. But Keating didn't get any power in the header, but it doesn't kind of matter because Kev- Kevin O'Connor scored 30 seconds later, you know? So if if Keating scores, O'Connor doesn't score. So there was still a goal came out of that one. So I'm not even playing his song this you go week. Back I'm to, so angry with him, by the way. You go ba- <laughs> Just in case you're wondering why there's no you go ba- coming on. Right. Go on. You go back to the one-on-one that he was a little too long getting the shot off and the, 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 the defender got in and blocked it. Our, it's the third it's the third chance you have to score and we go 2-0 up there you're six yards out you've the whole goal to aim at like I mean he'll know himself that it was a bad miss and he, he put it probably in the one spot where the keeper could stick a finger mm. on it and keep it out and we go 2-0 up there and I think it's a completely different game but like Wexford I don't know it was just as you said they they, they pressed us and, and we started with a 4-4 or a 4-3-3 and they pressed us, and they pressed us, and they pressed us, and we didn't know how to handle it. We didn't know. We couldn't play it out around them, so we just ended up lumping it. And while we say we played in a 4-3-3, at times when we didn't have the ball, it was definitely a 4-5-1. So that transition period, because we couldn't play out, we were just lumping it, but Keating was up there in his own because Murphy had gone left and Bargui had gone right into the five in midfield. Keating can't win it every time on his own. So it comes back quickly then again. And Wexford then just get into a rhythm where they're bossing the game. And we never, we never got going. I mean, from the time Rory Keating misses that third chance. And I don't know what minute that was in. Was it, I don't know. It was 30, 32nd minute or something mm, like that. Something was like it? That, yeah. Um, You know, that's the last real chance we had on goal in the game. I mean, we did have shots, but there were, there was no goal scoring opportunity created beyond that beyond that chance and I mean we switched at halftime we came out second half into a 3-5-2 and it just didn't, didn't work. work no there was no change I mean right? it, it just it didn't it never worked and we created nothing second half absolutely nothing well, the highlights half. the highlights went and up like, today I don't actually quit, on YouTube I, <clears throat> and they end yeah on the 46th minute you know so after like, Wexford score yeah after I mean, Wexford score there's yeah, no more the highlights the only 
the only opportunity after that was Barry Coffey shot from the edge of the area when Keen Murphy held it up and rolled it back. I know I was at 81 or 82 minutes or something, was it? Um, but that's all, and even that, that went wide. But that's all we created, like, but you just talk about Wexford and, like, Wexford had lost. What did they take? They'd won one in five. Galway had battered them 4 0 in Wexford the week before. And you can say, and, you know, Colin said, and other people said that that scoreline wasn't fair to them and whatnot. That's fair enough. It wasn't fair, but that's what the scoreline was. And like, we came out and they had 16 attempts on goal against us Friday night, you know? Really? We only had, ele- we only had 11. Could you now, our previous home games. Jesus, that's mad. They had, yeah. Our previous games this season at home. Teams like Galway had three attempts and goal. No, they had a man sent off. Okay, fair enough. Cove had five. Waterford had six. Athlone had six. Bray had five. Longford had seven. Treaty had four. And Wexford popped up and had sixteen the other night. You know, so why change formation? We were way off the. We were way off the ball. Way off the ball altogether. Um, and I don't know. The, the, why are we changing formation? I think he cha- I think he I think he started with a back four because he plans to start in the back four in Galway. That was the minute they start, started in a four, I thought that's because he wants to start with a four in Galway, you know? Um so, like, and I think here's think- the thing. No, you can't be thinking ahead of the t- next game, surely. Oh no, you but I think I think in general you- I I know he plays with a three five two big and we got into that, but I think I think when everybody comes back, he wants to play with a four. I think he wants to play that four-three-three as his formation. I definitely think that's that's what he wants to do. Um, like if you look when we went to the three, and we said it last week after the uh, the Athlone game, Kean Coleman does not look comfortable on the right hand side of a three, and all of a sudden Jonas Hacken doesn't look comfortable on the left hand side. So, I think he wants to play with a four. I think he wants to play with Kevin O'Connor at left back. Gilchrist and Coleman and and Gordon Walker when Walker is back, but up until the time Walker comes back, he will he will he will slot somebody into the right back position. You know, um, Wayne, um, did you watch the game? Um, bits and pieces, yeah. Yeah, do you think the substitutes? Do you think they were just like just oh god, I'm just going to throw these on? Like, uh, do you know, Marco Manny came on. I think in the eighty eighth minute. Um, you know, it was, I think it was just that's a last. That's that's a last ditch effort, then surely, isn't last it? Last ditch effort, yeah. Um, what did you? You have to, but you have to. You have, you to, have do to do something. something. I know that. I know. That, and... I know that. I, yeah, but look, for the whole second half, it just wasn't working. Like, I mean, you know, you're kind of looking at going. I, I I just don't understand why you change formation. I just don't get it. I know you have to try things out, but you you have to win your game before and after a big game. Because at least if you don't, if you get a, a draw, like there's no point in beating Galway. And losing our next game or drawing up a game before. It's just completely derailed our season to this point where we were ahead and now we're like, we were two points ahead. I know that a game in hand, but now we're two points behind. Yeah. We still only have conceded eight goals though in the 15 matches. And I know people are saying our defence has gone very rickety, but we still actually have only conceded eight goals. And we've scored more goals than Galway. We have 34 scored and, and they conceded. They have 32 scored and 10 conceded. So we do have a better goal difference by four, uh, which is still a positive for us. I know, I, And I know... Like I've looked at, I mean, if you look, if you saw what's been written about the club on Friday night, you'd swear we were bottom of the first division. You know, it was kind of. I think we've been so used to, you know, so used to. Sunshine, lollipops, boom, and she got hit by a train. 
you know, that's exactly what it seemed to be like. <laughs> like she got just knocked out. Um, the uh, Kevin O'Connor's goal, like I, I saw the header. Did you see the angle that was put up? I, I, I don't know who got it from the club, but it was in slow mo. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that looked absolutely top, top, uh, brilliant angle. The we just seemed to we had no plan B, as you said, Declan. It didn't work. The three five two didn't work. Uh, it was just was it the bi week hoodoo that you've brought up? Um, did they look sluggish? Did they look sluggish like they did? Well, they start like first first twenty minutes. We created three great goal scores. I suppose four yeah. great goal scoring combats. We created four then great goal-scoring opportunities. We t- we took one of them, and then I don't know what happened. I mean, I, I don't like Wayne says that he doesn't understand why we changed formation, and that's that's a fair that's a fair way to look at it. I don't understand why he then changed it at half time and went back to the three five two at half time. We were one nil up. Okay, we were having issues. Can we? And you know, Jack Doherty and others and Connor Davis Jack, were causing Jack us problems and dropping off, but but. Like there was an issue. Like I'm not sure. I would. I look. I mean, the last badge I got was in the scouts thirty odd years ago. Like, so I'm not even getting into this <laughs> stuff. But like, I just I thought it was a little bit too much tinkering and a little bit. There was no. I don't know. We're fourteen in the scouts. It was just, it was just f- frustrating. Like he was a leader. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jack <laughs> Doherty. But come here to me. Sorry, just before you move on, I just want to mention one thing there because you mentioned it, Damien, and it's. I didn't know it until today, but this guy, Ryan, sent us a, a message today, right? And it was a huge message. And it was a quality, quality message. But one thing he pointed out, right? You said we conceded eight goals, right? Yeah. We've conceded seven of those eight bet- in the last 15 minutes of the first half and the first 15 minutes of the second half. Mm. We've yet to concede a goal this season in the last 30 minutes of the game. Which is quite incredible because we've been ahead in most of the game, so teams should be chasing us, you know, and putting us under pressure. So that probably indicates, you know, that we have better fitness and better concentration and probably better players. But is there something in that fifteen minutes before half time and fifteen minutes after half time where we seem to shut off that we have conceded seven of the eight goals in those in those minutes? And it's not something I was aware of and it's something I had thought about, but since he sent it to me, I've just been kind of going, Oh, Maybe there might be something in this, you know. What happens? And do we in the stay? In, do we room? stay hmm. in the? Yeah. Hmm. Do we stay? In, lads, I'm sorry. I'm I'm just having an awful. Oh Christ! I have to go. I'll be two minutes. Okay. Just before Declan had to go for a poo. Um, where were we? Can't say of course that. I can. Listen, of course we can. We are, here, you said it to me last, we last week. And I had to go for a shit. We are men of the people. People understand. A man's got a poo. A man's <laughs> got a poo. Um. So anyway, where were you? What were you? What were you uh, rambling on about? <laughs> we were just talking about that fifteen-minute period before halftime, the fifteen-minute period after halftime, where we yeah. conceded seven of the eight goals. I wonder what goes on inside that dressing room. So they're thinking about going to the dressing room, and then whatever happens in the dressing room. They're bait from it for 15 minutes. Are they having a mass orgy inside in that dressing room? <laughs> I don't know, but it gets them excited. Uh, it takes their mind off the game of football 15 minutes beforehand, and they can't think of football for 15 minutes afterwards. We've considered seven of our eight goals. What is going on inside the dressing room in Turner's Cross at halftime? I wonder. I wonder. <laughs> 
next week, Damien will be disguised as a coat hanger inside in the Cork City dressing room. It will be a fly on the wall camera to see what's going on just inside. Ah. Anyway, um, we will see now, I suppose, what the fans thought. And this is where some people said a massive overreaction. Um, but let's let's take a look and see what people thought in our two word answers. The Colin Bob's two word answer. And uh, one of the uh, the most amount of responses ever to a two word answer. I can tell you, it was like forty three. So there's 43 of these to get through. Um, <laughs> a lot of them are quite similar. Uh, and you can let me know if you think um, I, I'm still clicking load here uh, because there's so many of them. Oh, my God, it's it's huge. Just bear in mind now that we have only lost one game all season. We are two points off top. Um, and let's have a look. Right. To our answers, FAI 100, time yet, 1798, found out, crafty Wexicans, definitely shit, Doherty class, patch it job, no urgency, beat Galway, bye weeks, take that, should have lost, advantage Galway, stream disaster, anti-social youths, lucky point, zero energy, extremely flat, we're well bollocks, um, clueless shite, bye bye. Vinegar fi- vinegar pill. Caulfield-esque performance. Early days. Feckin' glorious. Oh, that's a, a Galway fan you went in there, a dirty bastard. Um, Pat, I was like, who said that? Patchell Prick. John Caulfield. Jack Doherty. Lacked urgency. Shit. It. Absolutely shite. I'm worried. Turning point. Big yikes. Match fixing. Lacked urgency. Second great, another Galway fan. They're, they're coming in. Awful referee, piss poor, and playoffs. So Galway fans, I did have a bit of a go off Galway fans last time when I was after a few beers, I'll be honest with you. And I was on Twitter on a Friday night and God remember Galway scored and like the and I was like, ye bastard. So I can't blame them for kind of coming in. Now, if I was to ask you, Wayne, uh, your favorite two words there. I can't remember half of them. I know what it was a lot. Piss poor? Piss poor. Okay. Yeah. What's vinegar pill? What's that? Vinegar pill. Like a, like a, is it like a, makes you, vinegar pill, like it's. I presume it's a play on vinegar hill, isn't it? What's vinegar hill? Yeah, I was going to say. Vinegar hill, I don't know, it was a battle or something in Vietnam, wasn't it? But why, what, what has that got to do with. Vinegar hill. What has that got to do with a Galway? It was, or no, it was, it was the Irish Rebellion of 1798. All oh, right, and that's why so someone said it was Vietnam. Ah, yeah, in Escorty County, Wexford. There we go. Right, okay. Yeah, okay. Vietnam. Close <laughs> to Vietnam, right, isn't it? I'll tell you what I do. Are I going to make it worse though? Because you're going to ask me. That I was going like Wexford, 1978 was one of the things as well. Like it's going, you know, yeah, the old Wexford Rebellion and the rest of it. Like, oh yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah, tie vinegar. Yeah. I didn't tie vinegar hill to that. Like so. Vinegar pill. Um, I got. I, do you know what? No, I'll go with Jack Doherty because I just think that. I know, I know, Wayne, I know. We picked him up. Fawning over him. Like, We're oh not falling over him, but like this guy. You are, you are. I, 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 hang on now. He was absolutely it, like, unbelievable okay. on Friday night. Rexford, he, he, I understand that, but he, he, he bossed the show. He was literally like uh, every, he was all over the pitch. 
He was he was involved in literally everything. He obviously set up the goal for Connor Davis, who the model. Um, you remember Connor Davis? He was our model. Um, a couple of who? Years. Connor Davis. Remember? <laughs> remember he was the model. We signed him as a striker, and he's just a model. Never heard of him. Um, <laughs> um, I mean, Jack Doherty. If there was one fellow I'd be trying to sign and get him down here, name. I it would name. be him. It would be him. Oh, him. Uh, Declan, what, what, where would you play him? Where would you play him? Come on now, here, let's have this out now. Where would you play well, him? He can play anywhere. I'd play, play, play him as the small striker off one of mm-hmm. the big guys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Would you, who, would you, who would you drop? Based on Friday night's At performance? the moment. No, 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 no. Who would that face anything? Who would you drop? Well, Mahidi is on a loan, so we don't know if we're going to have him next season. I know he's talking about, he's oh, talking about Jack Doherty. If we got somebody, and it doesn't have to be Jack Doherty, I'm talking about a player like Jack Doherty, a, a guy who can unless, create unless space for himself, can link play, can Two. like I have this thing about if you put better players around him, right? If you put better players around a player like Jack Doherty, he will also improve immensely because there's players making better runs for him. There's players creating space to allow him to drift into and move into and do his thing in the space. The counter-argument that we had over the weekend from people was that is there too many flicks, too many things, doesn't protect the ball well enough for Colin Healy, not for... You mean Dylan McGlade, we're talking about everybody right? else, but would Colin Healy play... Sorry, would Colin Healy... Would he, like, he's not McGlade, they're two different types, they're different players, they play different positions. Like, you, I'd play the two of them in the one team, no problem whatsoever, but you asked the question, who do you leave out? You can leave out Keel Murphy or Rory Keating, it's... You know, horses for courses, whichever one, and you you play that small man off one of the big guys up front. Which one? Because the big thing over the weekend was that we have become predictable, mm. and I think that's correct. We have become yeah. predictable. So how do you, to counter predictability? Then you become unpredictable. On and a player like Jack Doherty gives you that element of unpredictability. Is that not what you you're trying to do? Start them, but four four two, four three three. But there was no unpredictability in the thing. We were still just, we were just knocking it long. We were just knocking it long because we couldn't play out, you know. And I mean, when you take off or when you bring on Mark, like Marco Manny is a carbon copy of the two guys he's replacing. So nothing changes, you know, you don't. And this isn't criticisms. This is just the way the squad is at the moment. So if you're bringing in a fourth striker, surely you want that fourth striker to be something different to what you have already. I think that's the whole point. And we had one then last you year. Have options and you have He's no, he was the same again. The same Big strong guy running in behind. Yeah, it's the same type of player. I'm talking about a completely different type of player than what we what? have or what we have had. Anyway, 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 we will move on. Um, we will move on to to this. Ugh. The Ugh. most prestigious award in world football. It's the other three amigos. MVP. Hmm, this was tough. Um, this was this was very tough because like we did always commit, no matter what, no matter what happened, we have to have an MVP for every match. And we I suppose we kind of struggled really to pick we we normally put up four. We just could not yeah, find four. We put up Aaron Bolger, Kevin O'Connor, and Kean Bargery. And the winner of 51% was Kevin O'Connor. And I mean that's only down to the goal. I, I think, you know. It was hard to pick. Um, it was it was very hard to pick an MVP, uh, wasn't it? Wasn't it, Declan? It was, yeah, it was. To be fair, and I think, as you said, I think Kevin got it because of the goal, yeah. which is fair enough because it was the one, the one true moment of brilliance or the one true spark. And what was a, 
Look, it was a pretty poor performance. But when you go back to the two word answers, as you said, we're second. We're two points off Galway. We've only lost one game all season. Mm. I don't understand the referee stuff either. That was the other thing I meant to say. I have no idea where the stuff that Alan Patchell had a shock or Friday night and why not is coming from. I think people are looking for excuses that don't really belong there in my in my opinion anyway for for a poor performance. Look, we were poor. We were poor. What? It was on our own making, our own hands, you know. So Toe top are poor picking three players. We couldn't pick a fourth. It's one rule we have. You pick four players from our team no matter what. I, I didn't do it for okay. one week and he f***ing couldn't do it properly. <laughs> uh, right, coming up in part two, we will take a look at the big game this Friday night as Cork City head to Galway United. We chat to friend of the pod, well, Decky's bestie, really. Uh, Johnny Ward is with us. We'll also chat to Colin Healy. And um, there's, um, because this is recorded backwards, there's a huge, huge outburst from Declan McCormick towards the end of the show. Um, <laughs> we will see you in part two, Toe Tapper. I'm going to give it to msccasino.com. msccasino.com, Ireland's new and exciting online bookmaker and casino. Sign up today and see what lies in store for you. You'll find a wide range of markets on a huge selection of sports from across the globe. Play for fun and rewards at msccasino.com. Please gamble responsibly. 18 and over. Visit gambleaware.ie. We are playing Galway United this Friday night at 7.45 up in the West. Uh, we're joined. It's, it's, it's friend of the pod, everybody. It's Johnny Ward. How are you getting on, man? Well, he was a friend of the pod until he stole our idea to use it for late night League of Ireland. <laughs> now you're just a kind of enemy of the pod. Uh, you're looking cold, Johnny. You're in uh, Inchicore watching um, St. Pat's versus Bowers. Um, are you feeling in any way like you're going to be attacked in Dublin at the moment? Well, the the police presence outside suggests that they're leaving nothing to chance. Like, it's Monday night, I'm here, and I'm usually late for these things. In fact, turn up to Bowes, like, on Friday night to work, literally on kickoff. They turn up an hour early tonight, there's loads of cops outside and police and all that, so they um they kind of have their own ideas about these things. But uh, I tell you what, Inchicore has, I used to live here, it hasn't half changed. It's, it's completely unrecognisable with all the coffee shops and hipsterization that's going on, so you know yourself. They're just are they trying to be bo- they're just trying to be bows now, aren't they? Might be trying to be bows. It's, it, yeah. it's like the Dublin Derby that no one really cares about. Ah, oh. um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, trip over any needles like that? No, no. Um, what was what was that song we used to sing to the Pats fans in Galway? You've no veins because you were a heroin addict. You've no veins. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, that that felt good at the time. <laughs> You should do that. Are you, are you commentating tonight? Is it? I'm are you? On RT, uh, RT actually asked me to do only this morning, so I didn't think I'd be here. So apologies, lads. I thought I'd be at home and giving you my full attention, but it is what it is. You should sing that song on RT. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> Dodgy League of <laughs> Ireland chants. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I think I can hear the crowd chanting a song at the moment. Let me just have a listen. Um, anyway. Listen, um, Friday night, and obviously we, we had a bit of a, we had a, we had a draw, which felt like a loss on Friday night against Wexford. Uh, he, he, he beat uh, Athlone. But listen, John Caulfield, it's his last match, Johnny. It is his last match. He's uh, Tony O'Donoghue's just coming in here beside Sorry. me. Um, 
Tony! Get, Tony! Honey, we don't want you anymore. Put Tony on. Put Tony on. We don't want you anymore. <laughs> Johnny Ward has been replaced by Tony O'Donoghue. But, um, yeah, uh, so John... So I don't know. This is like a rover thing. I mean, who's coming up with this shit? I mean, I just... I, I, I was like... Is, what day of the year is this? Like April Fool's. You've got a whole thing going inside the do you not think like that the fact that they're in Europe uh, it's just look it's, it's a stone's throw from Galway that um, that this is um, this is where you know this is uh, what's the stone's throw I think it's going to be appealed like, I mean is he, what is he going to live in Galway after leaving Galway you know, he's closer to home isn't he yeah I mean uh, New York yeah. like <laughs> 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 yeah he uh I don't know. I mean, I don't think Sligo Rovers would go for John Caulfield. I think is 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 not this big thing in the Sligo kind of uh, manifesto that they have to play nice football and all this stuff. So I, I think it's a million to one. Um, so going into Friday night, um, I suppose the mood in Cork is is not great. Why? Um, after it, it's not great because even though you know the Wexford match it was one all, it's kind of been building for a few weeks where the the, the performances haven't been what they were like at the start of the season. You know, have we been found out? Do we have a plan B? Um, you know, so the, the mood is actually quite uh, in Cork at the moment. How is the mood in Galway? Well, it's funny because um, when we lo- when we drew one all with Wexford, which is exactly at home, it's exactly what Cork City have done. Um, that was that was eight games ago. And... Um, we were shite. Like, I watched that in the stream. Um, it was on a, I think it was on a Saturday, yeah, because there was a game, Connacht were playing the Friday or something, and um, there was a good atmosphere in the ground. It was a family day and all this uh, yada yada. But uh, we were really, we were shite, and we, we got a late one-all draw. But ever since then, right, um, we've won every single game, and we've conceded in one game out of seven, which was a 3-2 win from behind against Treaty. And even though there were signs in that long game on Friday, we weren't good in the first half, there were signs of the old, like, oh, we're not great here. We still ended up winning 3-0. And, like, as I said to the lads, it's just, it's it, there are echoes of, 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 of Caulfield under Cork City, except he had Sean Maguire, and we have Stephen Walsh, who's getting basically a goal in every game. And things are great. Like, things could not be better at the moment. Stephen Walsh is a defender. Am I right with that? He put him up front against Waterford. Like, it, it's mad. We were 2-0 down against Waterford after beating Cork City the week before. And we were like, okay, well, the Cork City was a smash and grab, but Waterford, tough start, yada, yada. Absolutely beaten off the pitch the first half. 2-0 down, despite the fact he'd signed, like, enough strikers, I would have thought. He puts Walshie up front. Walshie used to play up front when he was maybe 21 for Galway United for a brief spell. Scored a couple of goals. But essentially, he's been defensively for about 10 years now. Threw him up front, he got a goal, and he's basically the top scorer in the league since. Yeah, nice. Um, do you want to jump in there, Declan? I'm sure you've got questions for a friend. Yeah, questions for a friend. Uh, yeah, John, I guess one of the things that I'm thinking about the last couple of days is the role reversal, you know? It's 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 accepted it's much easier to be the, the, the chaser than, than the guys who are being chased, you know? And now, year out front, all of a sudden, it's a new thing for a lot of those Galway players. A f- Big crowd in in DC Park Friday night, a lot of expectation, you know, chance to go five points clear. How do you think all that's going to sit on those Galway players and sit on their shoulders? And is there a chance that it, it becomes too much for I, them, I, you know? I have to say, um, 
Are you are you the guy who did the fans Q and A in the match program on Friday? By the way, it's very nice to meet you. If that's the case, very very uh, well put together. Um, <laughs> certain D McCormick. Um, sorry, that's too obvious. Jesus um, I hadn't I hadn't thought about that tech. I hadn't thought about any of that. We do have a captain in Connor McCormick who's been there and done that and all this. So uh, you know maybe some of the players, the two Spaniards. I don't know if they have any experience of this, but like it wouldn't worry me. They're they're playing with massive confidence. I mean. Ronan Manning comes off the bench. He scored a, another screamer. Um, they're bringing players off the bench that are making a big difference. Um, the biggest worry I'd have at the moment is Alex Murphy's departure in the summer. But I wouldn't be worrying about uh, pressure or anything like that. I, I do think five points is a massive prize. Like five points the way we're playing would be hard enough, even at this stage, for Cork to City to bridge. Um, I don't necessarily think Waterford are totally out of the jet, but five points is a massive prize. I don't really think the pressure is a big deal for them. Like they haven't conceded, in, they haven't conceded in six of the last seven games. No, I understand that, but they haven't played in a game like this either yet, John. And, may, and a lot of them may never have played in a game like this. Now, to be fair, we're in the same situation, and a lot of our guys would probably not have played. But you would have your Kevin O'Connors, your Aaron Bulgers, your Ali Gilchrist, and I just think we have a bit more of that experience in our side than maybe you guys do of the big occasion. And like when they get out there Friday night, and there's five or six hundred Cork City fans, and it will be loud and it will be, you know, full on, and there's a, a three, four thousand people in Eamon DC Park. A lot of things change, you know, and I just wonder how you deal with that. And I'm sure Caulfield will have them well, you know, drilled on it, etc. But when you're out there, you're on your own. There's just eleven of you, and I just, I'm, I'm, I'm hanging for treads. I'm looking for treads that we can hold on to in ways that we could possibly win the treads. game. You know, well, um, this is going. Sorry, you're like, talking I mean, about you were ahead of us all season. In fairness, up until last weekend. Yeah, they're massive favourites. They have to be massive. They can favorites. stop, will you? This is this going United like? We're not, we're not playing Shamrock Rovers away, like. Uh, I'm not saying we are. I'm just saying on current form, as John said, they've conceded once in seven games. Well, yeah, if come we've lost one game this season. In a row. Same, same that they've lost. You know, yeah, that's the just, whole point. They have the home advantage, so they must be a big just, uh, the, the biggest worry is The biggest worry is if you get your car space. <laughs> yeah, I've looked after John O'Shea. <laughs> screw you. This is one of the questions in the match program for the uh, away fan on Friday. So the last question is, who at Galway are you afraid of? No one. I know this sounds arrogant, but we will show Go United the respect they deserve, and then it ends up we are Cork City and we aren't afraid of anyone. Did I write this? Actually did. did Wayne Mullins write that, <laughs> pretending he's Dee McCormick? <laughs> so, I didn't say I'm afraid of you. I'm asking about whether your players can deal with the big um, occasion. We, we did That's what I'm pray in the playoff last year, but I think that was more. I don't think that was that they froze. I think they were just very one-dimensional and like. I don't know, um, to be honest, lads. Like we, we haven't exactly reinvented the wheel, but it looks to me, it looks to me that JC has. I don't know. The shackles are off a bit the way we play. Like I, I had a, I had a text uh, for, with him there. I was, I can't remember what I was texting him about, but I, I texted him some stats related stuff, and he, and he, he replied to me. He says, um, "Interesting, Johnny. You love the stats. I love the wins. Attack, attack, and then the thumbs up emoji. Attack, attack." It's like. <laughs> Like we we have, we have been the most conservative team in terms of substitutions at times under JC. Like where we'd be one nil up, and he'd bring on like um effectively a defender left wing or something like that to shore up shop. And I'm like, where's where's the JC from the good Car City days? I think that's coming back. No, he did that as well. We had a guy called Jimmy Cohan, yes. and the only place Jimmy Cohan, Jimmy Cohan played was was in goal. I think that was the only place he didn't play. And Conor McCormack. I think they had right wing and right back um, a lot as well. So, uh, yeah, we 
We've been there. We know. Uh, we know. Yes. What are these stats? Are these Cork City stats or Galway stats? stats? Uh, were um, he, 56 games puts him 10th on our list of longest serving managers. And um, basically, it's the best start we've ever had to a season. Uh, we've, we've scored in all 14 games a season through 11 different goals, goal scores. This has actually gotten better since. Um, at this stage, he had a 58.9% win record. Now, he's, he's only managed us in the first division. But at the same time, I will say one thing for him. Like, I've been very critical of the way we play. Um, and and for, for half of this season, I don't think we were playing well at all. The spirit has never been an issue. And I, I can't fault him on that. It's ever since he came in, which is nearly two seasons ago now, the spirit's been brilliant. And players coming off the bench have made a big difference. And I think it's a... The thing he said at start season was like, I'm happy with this dressing room. I'm happy with the kind of the caliber of men we have. And uh, I think that's shining through. Um, it is going to be getting busier behind you now, so I'm conscious about time as well. So, um, do, you, do you have any other burning issues that you'd like to... Before we go to predictions, of course. We're still not an amazingly good football team. Yeah. Often, like at times this year, we've been like totally second best in midfield. Surely, this exalted Cork City, highly rated Cork City midfield, will give us plenty to think about Friday. That's a very John Coffey statement, isn't it? Did he tell him you were coming um, on? Did he te- did he text your statements? No, to I, give I, him, I, I actually texted him today to say, "Is there any chance at all? Like, could we not get you on the podcast for ten minutes tomorrow?" I mean, it is, you know. I mean, I am the ex-media officer, but uh, I think he's just, like, not doing any media this week. He's uh, That, that Cummins article is interesting now, and I, I think there might be some of the Cummins article I, I didn't think was, was on the button, but that stuff about him becoming infatuated with Cork City, I'd say it'll be an interesting week in the press Is he not doing media because, like, the Sligo move or what? Oh, no, 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 he said, uh, he said last week, I don't do any podcast during the season or something like that. No, the Sligo move is, like, well, that's, where is this? This is nonsense. There's absolutely no chance. Well, I heard he was meeting with the anyway last week. That's what I heard. I know, I know the CEO. Uh, I'm not saying that's where I heard it, but you know, Colin Colin Feely's a nice guy. Jessica uh, Farrer is a friend of the pod, like yeah. so. What about Colin Healy? Uh, I'll give you some. I'll give, yeah. Colin Healy is he's the man. He's 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 doing well. Wait, listen, you're the guys with all the money. I mean, we're 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 just you know we were never expected to win it. So I think the pressure. I think the pressure, as Declan said, maybe on 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 Galway. I'll give you some stats. Um, so we've played Cor- Galway versus Cork City. Uh, have played fourteen times. Galway have won two direct matches and City have won nine. Three matches have ended in a draw. On average, Galway score over 2.13 goals per game in 2022. Yeah. Cork City score 2.27, which means it's going to be a nil-all draw. Yeah. Well, you haven't lost a game since you played us, which is kind of mad as well. Like, And as as our erudite uh, Q&A away fan said this week, like Cork City will be like, how the f*** are we not top of the table? And, Cork, and Galway United will be like, how the f*** are we not more than two points there? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's not that Cork are having a bad season, but a lot of those kind of hinge in this game, I think. like this, It's a proper six-pointer. Yeah, yeah, I think it is. And I by the way, is. lads, sorry. Um, back in the old days, right? So the away fans where you'll be on Friday, but before they put in the new stands, um, the away fans would have like, we'll say, if you're saying they're 500, that'd be unbelievable if Cork City had 500. If, if you 500, there'll probably be about two and a half thousand in the stand just to their left. So about 3,000 in that stand with the, with, the, with the home stand full. The atmosphere is going to be unreal. It'll be like the old days in Terryland on Friday. Am I not going into your corporate box? Yeah, our, our, I think our, our corporate box is like getting curry chips at halftime in the old dressing rooms, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the bar is no longer as well, but anyway. Give us, a, give us a prediction, Johnny, on the match on Friday night. 2-0 to Galway United. To Cork City. Oh, yeah. okay. okay. Um, I okay. hope I'm not overconfident. 2-0. 
Wayne, give us your prediction for Friday night. I think Caulfield's luck runs out and we win in 3-0. 3-0? Declan? <laughs> I think it's... I'm going to go one all, and I think we, we completely change things up. I think Healy pulls a surprise and we start with a 4-4-2 or we start with a back four instead of the three that we have started with up until now anyway, you know, so... I, am, I think he's planning something different. I'm going to go with 3-2 to Cork City. I think there's going to be either 3-2 or nil all, uh, based on the stats that I'm just after reading. Um, let's have anything else, Johnny, we need to let him get to work um, before he's attacked and stabbed by some dub. Ask Tony there to come on the pod for us someday, will you? <laughs> Speaking of that, um, you know, Shan, my favourite one was, you know the way, like, you're probably too young to remember this, but actually you're not. Shells used to have an extremely young support in their games. Like their their average age of the sport was like it seemed like very, very young. And our our, our chant was and it was originated from the same fellow about the veins was have you ever shot your load? Have you ever shot your load? And I, at the time <laughs> at the time I was a fan who actually hadn't shot his load. So I was singing it even though I was like not sure I have either. Enjoy the show lads. <laughs> um listen, Johnny, oh, thanks very much. I'm sure you're and Declan will be very cosy on Friday night um, up there um, I'll, I'll be shouting abuse I'll find out where you are and I'll shout Can't abuse as see, I'll hold up some yeah, signs um, thank Very you tough. very much thanks John, thanks, John. cheers and thank you very much cheers and there you go Johnny Ward um, Declan huh the little program contributor are you I sure I did it last year as well. Ah, but so obviously we weren't in the car, car space. No. We weren't at car space and everything. And you're calling him John. I never heard him called John in my life. Johnny. <laughs> Isn't he called, oh, John. <laughs> John, John. Car space. I, I sent him a message messing about a week and a half ago going, any chance to get in the par- car park in space? And, yeah. and he sent me back and said, yeah, no problem. Um... <laughs> 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 So, so I don't know what's going to happen. I might get a parking space. I don't know, guys. Like, this is a must-win game, and, and Johnny said it. It's a six-point game. It's not, it's not a, a must-win at all. It draws. Not must-win. No. Okay. It's okay. It's one where it's we a, can must drop not lose. points. Yeah. yeah. Must uh, uh, not lose. Are we expecting? Like, I mean, if you look at the performance from Wexford, Declan, would you expect any changes? Dylan McGlade, as we know, is back training. Is he going to be fit enough for for Friday? Probably, probably not. But. Like what do you think? What do you think? I, what do you think? Like what do you think? <laughs> I think, Damien. I think. Think that. Uh, I think. I think that. I think he. I think he started with a back four against Wexford on Friday. Yeah, we spoke about it. Because he intended to start with a back four with a back four against Galway. <laughs> Was that I missed it? I said we spoke about that earlier on. Um, oh yeah, sorry. Just to, just to so let I you know, that, that's an inside joke. We didn't because we've recorded the Johnny Ward part first. Okay, yeah. this is the magic of editing. We actually have recorded the end of the pod first, and we're working backwards, uh, and it makes everything more difficult for all of us. But Johnny and Decky are friends. This is the time they had to do. Anyway, go on. Sorry. Yeah. So look, I think I think he starts with a four again. I think he starts with hacking in it right back, for the simple reason that. I don't think he wants the two full backs pushing forward. So he'll allow Kevin O'Connor to go on the left at times and everybody can take a step over and it almost becomes three centre backs again. And then as Kevin falls back, Hackenden start everybody takes a step to the right and Hackenden becomes a right back who's never going to cross the halfway line. And as long as we're ahead or we're nil-nil or we're in the game, I don't see that changing. If we're chasing the game, he probably changes that then. I think 
there is no serious question over Barry Coffey and whether Barry Coffey starts these games or not. He didn't start them in Waterford, but that was on the back of a game on the Friday night, so that could have been um, you know, a minutes thing in that. But like the question, the, the real question is, if Barry Coffey isn't scoring goals, then what does he actually contribute? You know, mm. and that might sound harsh, and it might sound, and I understand that it sounds harsh, but he's not getting assists. He's not creating a whole lot. He doesn't break up play. He's not a defensive midfielder. So when he's not actually scoring goals, mm. I think there's a question, man. I think I think you could easily see um, Matt Shrilby start. Sherbilly. Sherbilly. Coffee. But that's the guess. Okay. Like. Uh, that's interesting. But okay. Um, Murphy and Keating. Murphy. Uh, sorry. Yeah, Murphy and so, Keating. Yeah. Uh, and we spoke about him earlier on. We didn't, but we were going to pretend. Um, um, yeah. Um, Wayne, are you in agreement with Declan um, on his his theories? I wouldn't change up too much. Declan's not about changing formations, but. <laughs> you, you can't change what you're doing. You got you got you got you got to play your to your strengths, not against their strengths. So I'd go again. I'd stick to the three five two and just mm. try and beat them. You can't go in. But sir, as with as a holding you, as you heard earlier, Wayne, he, as you heard earlier, he started with a flat back four against Wexford. Yeah, I know that, I? but I still wouldn't do it. This is what I think I do. Not what. Yeah, do you does, remember we used to call him? Think, we used to call him Cautious Caulfield. Do you think he's going to go into this match? cautious he's planting information yes. into johnny ward to say to us to say on the pod he's not gonna go oh, attacking yeah. <laughs> the old mind, mind games, games huh? no. it didn't work with healy it ain't work with us speaking of mind games we caught up with colin healy to have a little chat about the galway game on friday roll it there roisin just in terms of john caulfield are his mind games an art let's talk about john first you know the manager of galway like he's He's he is good at mind games. Is it an is it an art form? Is it something that you just teach someone or you you, you pick up? <laughs> yeah, what with John, I've been in the dressing room with John for many many years. Yeah, so it's um yeah, I know he's good at it. He's good at it. Listen, he's um he's a very experienced manager. Um, he's been around the game um a long time. So yeah, but whatever he says, I don't pay any attention to it. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, Galway are the only team to score in every game this season, um, which is something you've found. How do we deal with something like that? How do we deal with something? <laughs> Probably just defend better than everybody else, isn't it? No, listen, they, they, they are they're um, set plays. We um, set plays. They're uh, they're very very dangerous, um, and though obviously they're after. They have the the is a Stephen Walsh plays plays up top now for him, and he's a, he's a real handful. But they have goals all over the pitch, yeah. And defensively, they're good, and attacking sets they're, they're very, very good, and they have they have, they have the thrones as well. So they are they're a very good side. Um, but we 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 went up there last year. You know, we went up there last year with a young team, and we had, we we got a massive three points up there as well. So the players will be looking forward to going up there. It's um it's a very good pitch. It's a big pitch. Um, so it's um it's a massive game. There'll be a massive crowd there, and it's um we can't wait. It could be the biggest travelling city support uh, in a long, long time. Just judging by the supporters' uh, links and stuff that are going to the moment, I reckon it's going to be massive. Colin, can I just ask you, when you go into a game like Galway or even Waterford and games like that, is your attitude more or less let them worry about let them worry about us rather than us worrying about them in terms of 
what you do with formations and tactics and everything else or are you more somebody who says no we better do this to adjust to what they do no i just think you know the most important thing is that that we're right um won't be changing any formations or anything like that to to suit the opposition but if there's something there in the tactics that you i don't know if you're pressing from the front or you're 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 playing out from the back or there's something certain areas where you see some weeks in the opposite um weak weaknesses in the in the opposition then, then you might do that i mean every team is different so like the you know, formation more or less stays the same but if you have to tweak it a small bit and if it's a center forward pressing or if it's a wide player pressing um on certain areas of the pitch then then, then you then you then you look at that and then you might do that and you might get a bit of joy from it like you know so i think that when we go into the games it's it's, a, it's about what we do attacking and defending um if, if we if our boys are at it and there's there's good intensity and we're very very aggressive on our press and we're good in possession is that um i'd like to think you know we we, we we'd be in a good position to go and get three points against anybody in the league and is is it all about getting three points colin or does there come a point where you think okay do you know what a point is okay here a point is acceptable here or is the thought process always for getting three points? Well, uh, for me, I go into the games and I think, listen, yeah, we're going, we're going after three points, yeah. And don't get me wrong, the game, the game could change. You could after seventy minutes, listen, yeah. you could be, you could be down, you could be down, you could be down to ten men, and you might have to defend and say, listen, okay, we, we, we'll take it, we'll take a point here or something like that. But the mindset that we have and the players that have that when we go, when we go to places like Waterford and Galway or wherever cove is that we we go and we go and get the three points and um there's there's different ways of doing it sometimes you have to maybe defend we did it against waterford when the last 20 minutes we we were defending the 18 yard box and we did that and i mean that's another side of the game that top teams have to do as well and it's great going forward but the most important thing too is that you keep the ball like out of, out of the net last year you see is that we we conceded too many goals and you can see why we didn't have a great we didn't have a good season whereas this year is that we've tidied up in that we've brought in some experienced players some very very good players and um hopefully that continues and we go we, we get stronger as the year goes on the recruitment has been top this year by the way can i just say like it's been unbelievable ali gilchrist you know um, Christ, what a man what a man how do you how do you deal with the pressure of big games like galway and waterford are you somebody who doesn't feel pressure at all it's it just rolls off your back you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know you would feel the pressure but i i treat every game as it is you know i do is just it's um i'd like to think that you know the players we, we get the players up for, for for all the games whether if it's if it's cove or it's Athlone, if it's Galway or waterford it's it, it's the same every game um and you might be just thinking i'm just saying that but it, it, it's not it's it's the three points against Athlone is the same three points against galway so we we have to be we have to be right at it and I, I listen we want good performances so we demand from each other um within within the team that you know we can go on and be a better team and you know we just that's what I want for players is to 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 see how good you can be if the players keep pushing themselves and the players become better then then we have a better we have a better team we have a better squad it can only be a good thing going forward absolutely just one so last if, question if we offered you a point no would you take it. Would I take? Would I offer, if you offered me a point? If, would I take it? If you, yeah, if you, if you were offered a point now against Galway, would you take it? No, I'd want the three points, Dick. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the spirit. That's that's the spirit. That's what we want. 
And there you go. Thanks very much, Colin Healy, uh, for joining us. Thank you very much, Colin. And um, best of luck for the rest of the season. We may talk towards the end of the season. Uh, so thank you very much to Colin Healy for joining tomorrow. Thanks, thanks Colin. Thanks, Colin. Thank you. And there you go. Um, big thanks to Colin for joining us. That wasn't actually recorded this week. Um, so... <laughs> Um, we, we got in there last week but um, so there you go it is 7.45 if you're travelling up the away tickets are on sale on the Galway uh, United website uh, they're 15 quid um, hopefully there'll be hundreds up there um, I know I'm going uh, with a group of I think there's like 15 of us um, so that should be a good crack I know Declan you're travelling are you going to travel up and are you going to watch on LOA TV I'm not sure yet but I'm going to try anyway it's the little yeah. one's birthday on Sunday so we'll see ah well uh, if you are travelling and you do head up, make sure the atmosphere is absolutely electric. However, now no flares, no running on the pitch, any of that stuff. Okay. Although, if we score a 92nd minute winner against Galway, I think we should do a pitch invasion. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't go all Patrick Vieira on it. Imagine coffee like Vieira. Chopping down, chopping down a few of the corner boys. Um, <laughs> who'll, who'll play the Gary Buckley role? <laughs> um, you never know. It could be John Coffey's last match uh, as he heads to Sligo. Um, and um, that's it. That's 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 that. Uh, Galway Friday night, biggest game of the season, biggest game I think in the last two years, three years maybe. Do you think so? Definitely, yeah. yeah. Definitely, yeah. Um, so Wayne's kind of going, mm, any, what bigger game was there? Wayne? I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking that's all. I don't think there is. Probably the get the relegation game where we had to win and we didn't. That was probably yeah, a bigger knew, game. Like, yeah, we knew we were going down. So, you know, it's kind of, that's it was it. still a bigger game. It's got, like, isn't it? It's Galway United. Like, I just can't understand why people are going, oh, it's Galway. It's, it's Galway United. Just have the mentality yeah, of you're better than them and we'll beat them. Of course, we have the mentality we're better than them, but it's you're looking at current form. Like you have this thing about we should just turn up and beat everybody, and it's 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 no no no. We, I'm saying we should. We should have the mentality that we should be beating everybody. Yeah, not like well, oh my I'll god, let's, let's, let's go four four two defend. No, get the ball. The box. last, I suppose, the last Score. six matches, uh, we, you know, Galway have scored three goals per game. They've scored, they've six wins, zero draws, zero losses. Uh, our our last six matches. We have 2.5 goals per game. Uh, five wins, one draw, zero loss. Like, it's not bad form. I know I know we're kind of giving out and the whole lot of the doom and gloom and stuff, but, you know, we we are grinding out wins. They are they are flying, like, but here's the thing, and I mentioned it earlier, as you guys know, like, but we have yet to concede a goal in the last 30 minutes of any game this season. So if we're sitting there as nil-nil or one-nil up with, an, with half an hour to go, the stats say we do not concede goals in that period. We haven't done so yet this year. And things like that are things you can hang your hat on, you know? So, like, I have this thing in my head that this is a big test of Galway. It's it's not a big test of us. We're not favourites. People all of a sudden are all about Galway or this and this and this. This is a massive game for Galway. It's a bigger game for Galway than it is for us, in my mm. honest opinion. Mm. And I, I have this thing in my head that, I'm very interested to see how goes Galway players react on Friday night. They will they won't have seen an atmosphere like this before. None of those players will have experienced an away crowd in Eamon DC Park like the away crowd they're going to see on Friday night, you know? Mm-hmm. And all those things matter to players and are different yeah. to players. Some of them will obviously thrive in it, but I think some of them will go into their shells, you know. It'll mm. be interesting to see what happens. So 
Anyway. You know, that's, there you that's go. Another, way, another thing to think about, you know. Um, right. Uh, it's a couple of, uh, this, uh, do you remember the guy? Do you remember the guy who had the unbelievable questions for Graham Cummins a couple of weeks ago? Remember we, we, we were putting our shells, basically. This guy, this guy, let's face it, when Decky leaves, this guy will replace Declan McCormick. Um, so, uh, question came, and it was sent by private message. But anyway, lads, apologies to him too late with the following. As his very rough train of thought, blame Decky for the stats brainwashing. It isn't just Damon that's caught the bug. We'll have to start wearing stats masks. Um, okay. Basically, he wants to say uh, that Colin has done a great job. The buzz is back about the club, and the players are putting their heart and soul into playing for the site. Um, he thinks the structure and organization of the team, the defensive solidity, solidity, uh, the effort of players all first class, no question about that. Uh, all is ab- above is good enough to beat the majority teams in the division. We we're just so good at it. Where's Damien? Sorry, I have to jump in here now. Okay. I have to jump in here. You, we can you can just pick up a point to start again. I'm going to use his stats about that period that he mentions in the Wexford review. You know that's why I said there. You heard me. So you can just say as you go through it. On Decky mentioned this in the Wexford pack already. You know. Um, that's what that's why I said earlier you heard me mention it in the Wexford review. So I don't know what we do. We're not taking that out, guys, okay? Um there you go. That is an admittance from Declan McCormick that he <laughs> f- steals people's stats. Um, no, hang on. Two fucking seconds, no, two fucking seconds. I'm gonna say and I'm gonna credit that guy. I'm gonna fucking credit it. I'm gonna credit him properly. Full fucking name and title the whole fucking lot like. Don't fucking dare accuse me of stealing fucking shit from Peter. <laughs> oh, we found your weakness. I'm not gonna go through much more here. I think you've heard enough. Um, thank you for your te- message and obviously De- Declan McCormick thanks you very very much um, for st- <laughs> anyway it's fine he's, he's, he, you're going to replace Declan it's fine <clears throat> listen it was a fantastic message yeah, uh, Declan uh, you, you, Declan went, uh, has said it already so there you go um, and I, I'm not going to go through much more with that um, <clears throat> there are other questions throughout it um, we, we'll go straight we'll go straight into last words I think there because my god um the bleep machine is going to be in absolute mentalness. Like, I mean, it's not because that's not staying in. Oh, it is. Oh, it is. No, it's it has not to stay in. in. No, has to not. stay in. No, it's not. Oh, has to stay. No, no, has no, to stay no, in. no. I'll no, do the no, editing no, this no, week. Larry release. So, Wayne, your last words. Um, I know yeah. you're in shock. You've gone pale. I understand from that expletive <laughs> outburst um, from Mister Bween. But go on anyway. Um. Just go up there, win the game, get three points, <laughs> come back, and we're top of the league. Wayne Mullins, guy. It's football. easy, really. Like it's it, like it's Simple. not that difficult to beat Galway United. It really isn't. <laughs> you know, they're putting, um, defender, they're putting defenders up front. They have a has been in midfield that won us a league title what six oh. years ago. Oh, you know now what you just said about um, pin it to the wall. I don't care because if we lose, it's not my fault. But you know now what Brian Brennan did to 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 us. You know this is going to be the same thing. You can do it here. It's Galway United. Okay. If they get bothered by a podcast, a tin pot podcast in Cork, then they have bigger issues. So they can stick it to the wall with their, they can write on the wall with, smear it on with their own excretion stuff, whatever it is. <laughs> if they are bothered by what I say on a podcast in Cork, well then, lads, you ain't going up. Jesus, this is, this is the angriest podcast I've ever done. Declan McCormack, have you any last words? 
I do. Will I take it down a, take it down a notch or two? That would be lovely. Um, will I play some soothing yeah. music or something? Will I, I mean, I can. Will, will I just? I can. I can relax the lads. If we want to just go into a kind of like a mediation kind of uh, thing. Do I have anything here? Let's let's see. Do I have anything um, that'll just that could just relax us a small bit? Do I have anything? What's this one here? Now, lads, just close your eyes with me. And we just want to calm it a small bit, okay? Let me see your eyes closed. That's lovely. Nice and relaxed. Think of the happy places that you've always been. Listen to my voice as you drift deeper and deeper into consciousness. Now... Oh, I was just about to kick him. <laughs> uh, no, okay. Hello, Devin. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, um, and I told you this, when I was leaving Turner's Cross Friday night as I was walking oh, across the yeah. Donny Ford, a guy reached out to the Donny Ford and shook my hand and said, look, thanks for, you know, for doing the podcast and whatnot. And I didn't realize it until it was too late, but he was after slipping 20 quid into my hand. I was like, what the hell is that for taking value? He's like, no, that's for coffee. He's like, thanks very much. And he basically ran away. Like, so... Did he pay back on that? I know his face. I know <laughs> <laughs> I know his face. I don't know the chap's name, but he sits in the same seat that Donny Ford and has done for years. Ask him next time. I just wanted to give him a shout out and say um say thanks, you know. And it's it's pretty cool when shit like that happens, you know. You kind of go like, Oh well, you know, it's a nice feeling. It's a nice feeling. There was a chap above in Treaty as well, the the away game in Treaty. Mm, that's right. Yeah. And he was on about he was he had been in hospital and He'd gone through the whole back catalogue while he was in hospital and, you know, made him laugh. And he was, you know, using it to keep himself entertained and keep his spirits up. And So when people come up and tell you things like that, it's, it's absolutely Do, unbelievable. You know what this like, is? You know? This is life balancing itself out. You get a few shitty emails during the week. And then you get some nice little things that happen to you during the week. And it balances itself the out really nicely. The same thing happened to me, actually. Um, as I was leaving on Friday night. One of the corner boys called me over and shook my hand, and there was three ecstasy tablets inside it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I joke. Um, the corner was nothing. Um, but yeah. Um, so there you go. That's it. Friday night. It's Galway United versus Cork City. Um, thank you for everyone. Who has and listen? We got lots of donations actually to our coffee this week, and we obviously don't have to go. We don't have to. Um, to disclose one of them that we get the cash cash is, cash is king guys as well if you want to throw it in there's no problem there uh, in P.O. Box 222 Dublin 4, Dublin 4. Uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, next, next home next home game in Turner's Cross just in the final whistle I'd be the Dory 4 with a plastic bag walking <laughs> up and down the Dory 4 um, thanks so much to Johnny Ward Colin Healy um, uh, thank you to my two amigos Thanks, lads. It was lovely. Adios. Yes. No, thank you. Uh, adios, amigo. Thank you to uh, mscasino.com. <laughs> adios, amigo. See you Friday night. Adios. The Other Three Amigos podcast with Damien Shreenan, Wayne Mullins and Declan McCormack. Three lads, one podcast. <laughs>